Welcome to the Round the League podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Round the League podcast. I'm your host, Bryant, and this is your podcast for everything sports. You can find this podcast on all of your favorite podcast platforms at the Round the League podcast and on YouTube at BMAN Film. So let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, so uh, we're... So as of um, the last Sunday when I posted my last episode, the Super Bowl has happened, um, and we're just going to go over it. Okay, so for the Buccaneers, uh, starting out uh, passing, Tom Brady had a great game, uh, going 21 for 29, only throwing eight incompletions uh, for 201 yards and three touchdowns. Um, for his receivers, Rob Gronkowski, um, as they reunite in a Super Bowl again, um, last time that happened was in New England. Um, uh, Gronk had six receptions for 67 yards, an average of 11.2 yards and two touchdowns to kick off the scoring for the Buccaneers. Aside from that, Leonard Fournette was a big receiving piece, um, with four yards for 40, or four receptions for 46 yards in an 11, um, 11 average. And Mike Evans had one reception for 31, not, um, not as big of a piece as you might think for him. And really the receivers didn't play as big of a role. Cameron Bray also, their uh, second tight end, had uh, three receptions for 26. And then Antonio Brown was a good piece, five reception for 22 yards and one touchdown, um, having a big game after um, coming to the Bucks midseason. Um, in the rushing game, Leonard Fournette was a big piece, 16 uh, carries for 89 yards. They really kept the pace and kept the um, Buccaneers' defense honest. And Ronald Jones also had 12 carries for 61 yards. So an overall great game from the Chiefs as they got the win 31-9. to You kind of got to look at um, the Buccaneers. Um, they were a they didn't make the playoffs. I don't even know if they had a winning record. Uh, somewhere around eight and eight, and you really have to look at some of these um, up and coming teams like the Chargers with Justin Herbert, um, the Broncos who have a, a solid young team, um, the Bengals once they get a full season with Joe Burrow, and um, it'll be interesting to see um, how they are able to draft and rebound from last season and see if there will be another Buccaneers team going from a really bad um, low record to. Um, a little bit uh, better and maybe even making the playoffs or winning the Super Bowl. So for the NBA, um, a big topic that that has been going around is um, the All-Star Game and how they want to hold the All-Star Game. Um, I am going to lead us off with the pros. Um, personally, um, I don't think that they should hold this, but some of the pros that the NBA is seeing about this in the NBA Players Association, they're saying, one, in a tough year, it'll be nice to watch something fun and give entertainment uh, like that. And two, also, that is one of the biggest um, money-making days along with the Christmas Day games and the finals. In the finals uh, for the NBA, they make a lot of money on television ads and also just a lot of people like to watch things like the All-Star Game um, the dunk competition, uh, the skills competitions, all those kind of things. Alrighty, now for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes had a great game, even though sh- even though the stats don't show it. He went 26 for 49 for 270 yards and two picks, no touchdowns. The Chiefs actually did not score a single touchdown all game, kicking three field goals. Um, Patrick Mahomes, uh, he did not complete many passes, um, just over uh, 50%, um, through two picks, um, only through for 270 yards. Um, not what you expected out of this Chiefs team, but there was no protection. Uh, their offensive line missing two big key pieces. Um, so there's a lot of snap the ball, grab it, run around, 
lob the ball as you're like diving or something like that crazy um and he really played his heart out for this team but a lot of uh, crucial drops by their wide receivers um and just the lack of and just the lack of protection really killed him there then Clyde Edwards-Elaire went 9 for 64. Patrick Mahomes went 5 for 33. Um, Clyde Edwards-Elaire was someone that they should have used to their advantage in the Super Bowl um, since the Chiefs or since the Buccaneers had to play two high safeties the whole game uh, to cover for Tyreek Hill, um, who killed him last time. Um, they really uh, were able to open up that running game the little amount that they did use it. Uh, so they definitely should have used that a little bit more. Aside from that, moving into the receiving, Travis Kelsey, as I said um, in my last episode, he had a big game um, like he needed to, going 10 for um, 133 yards. Tyreek Hill um, had a subpar game, 7 for 73, and then Edward C. Lair also went 2 for 23. Uh, Watkins uh, went 1 for 13, and Mequel Hardman went 2 for 4. Um, I really expected him to have a good game as they were having to put a lot of their energy into Tyreek Hill, cover him up. Uh, Miko Hardman, a similar player, uh, but not that top tier like um, like Hill is. Um, I really expected him to have a better game, but uh, he w- really wasn't able to get anything going. And that's just major props to the Buccaneers defense now. And a funny story from the parade, they had a boat parade, and Tom Brady's sitting sitting on the back um, of his boat, and he decides to throw the um, Super Bowl trophy to um, to uh, the boat behind him. Uh, thankfully, he made it, but I mean, I guess he's got six others sitting at home, so um, it would not have been that big of a deal, but he throws it to Cameron Brait, um, who uh, caught it. He said it was the greatest catch of his career, and I could not agree more. Um, and the Buccaneers get the win 31-9 to in their home stadium. And now for the NBA, starting off in the Eastern Conference, we have the 76ers um, at 18-9, and Bucks at 16-11, and Nets at 16-12, and and Pacers at 4-13. and The 76ers are looking good along with the Bucks. Um, that's all I'll say on that. But the Nets have been a little bit of subpar as what uh, you might expect. They picked up three superstars in James Harden, Kevin Durant, and um, Kyrie Irving. Um, but look for them to kind of shoot up in the standings. Um, hopefully as this team in this super team um, per se is able to bond a little bit more um, and kind of get uh, some chemistry together and be able to play a little bit um, better and the Celtics look for them to rise up a little bit at 13 and 13 um, at exactly 500 so look for them to be um, the next uh, the next team to go up a little bit in those standings and then the Jazz have been playing out of their mind with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert Um, they are 22 and 5 um, been playing great over the past uh, couple weeks then the Lakers um, the defending title champions um, are 21 and six. The Clippers 19 and eight, and then there's a little bit of a drop off down to the Suns at 16 and nine. Okay, and now um, for NCAA men's basketball, at the top of the rankings we have Gonzaga, who is still undefeated. Same with Baylor. Michigan um, has one loss. Ohio State is four um, with four losses. Villanova five with three losses. Um, Illinois is five with three losses. Texas Tech is seven at 14 and six. 
Um, Houston is eight at 17 and two. Virginia is nine at 15 and three. And then Missouri is a 10 at 13 and five. And then a couple of the uh, good teams um, in here are Alabama, who's ranked 11, had had a really good season as they've really not been known much as a, a basketball school. And also um, Loyola Chicago, they broke in after their 20 um, 18 Final Four appearance. They've broken in to the top 25 for the first time since um, 1985. Um, another team um, that was two teams that were uh, higher in the rankings at the beginning of the year and have fallen a lot is Craigton and uh, Wisconsin. They were a top five teams at the beginning of the year, but they started to stumble a little bit. Craigton um, with, with five losses and uh, Wisconsin with seven. Alrighty, and now finally moving back to the NHL. Um, the Lightning, the defending um, champions in the NHL um, in the Central Division are looking really good at 13 games played, and they have 10 um, wins, two losses, and one overtime loss. Um, and then the Panthers are looking good also, 12 games, eight wins, two losses, and two overtime losses. Hurricanes, uh, 12 games, nine wins, three um, losses, and nothing in overtime. And then in the East Division, top team is the Bruins, who are looking really good. Um, they are just on the edge of uh, winning a title the past couple years, um, and they have they have played 14 games, 10 wins, two losses, and two overtime losses. Flyers, 13, um, eight. Um, 13 games played, eight wins, three losses, and two overtime losses. And then finally, the Capitals um, with 12 games played, six wins, three losses, and three overtime losses. Alrighty, and now um, for the NHL standings in the West and North. Um, starting off with the West, the Golden Knights, um, the newest franchise in the NHL aside from Seattle, who has not played yet. Um, they are currently through 13 games. They are 10-2 in one. Um, they have been on the edge of winning a title, haven't gotten over the hump yet, so look to them, look for them to be one of the top teams in the league again and maybe be able to make that title push this year. Then the Blues through 15 games at 9-4. and four. Avalanche, uh, one of the title favorites, um, through 12 games at 7-4. and four. They've been playing a little bit subpar. Nathan McKinnon uh, was supposed to lead them to a title this year, one of the favorites, um, and he was favorite for um, the MVP award. Um, but that did not quite happen. And then the Maple Leaves, but they're not looking as good as projected. And then the Maple Leaves are 15, or through 15 games, are 11 and 3. Canadians are um, through 15, they are 9 and 4. And then the Oilers through 16 are uh, 9 and 7 with zero overtime losses. The Canadians had two overtime losses, and the Maple Leafs had one. Definitely look for the Golden Knights to try and make that title push along with the Bruins. Um, and I don't think the Lightning will be able to repeat, as we've seen time and time again in sports, that it's just so tough to repeat. So um, even if they do make a playoff push, uh, just remember um, that. Just just remember how hard it is uh, for that to happen. Um, and I think that'll um, come up in... I think that'll come back to hurt them later. Aside from that, that about wraps it up from this week's edition of the Around the League podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. I was supposed to have my friend um, from Brizex. Um, he uh, does gaming videos. I'll give him a shout out here. Uh, he's BRYZX um, on YouTube. Go ahead and check him out. Um, he was supposed to be on the podcast today, but it didn't end up working. So look out for that um, in the next couple weeks. But I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Around the League podcast. You can tune in next Sunday for another episode.